Welcome, Footlers, to Barrel Proof 271. I am your host as of late, Glenn Grum. I'm joined via the magic of the internet by one Mr. Ken Luther. Hey, what's up, Glenn? It looks like you're in a log cabin. I sure am on a beautiful lake in the uh, southern New Hampshire, enjoying the rain. <laughs> try not, try not to get eaten by a bear while, while you're up there. We're trying not to. Uh, we haven't seen him yet. The neighbors are talking about him, though. He's around. So are you show me pictures tonight. Uh, yeah, we do have pictures of the bear. He's real <laughs> and very large. <laughs> we also have Rebecca. And Rebecca, I'm terrible at your last name. It's okay. It's we David, don't need a, right? We don't no, we don't need a last name. It's like Cher, Madonna, okay. Janet. It's good. Rebecca. Just one name. Just Rebecca. It's Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. It's She's like fine. Brazilian. She's just Rebecca. Yeah. Like Dabinia. She's just Rebecca. Yeah. And, well, don't and, put it that way. And, uh, helping us helping us get together via the magic of the internet and recording all of our sounds on the ones and twos. We have Patrick. Even all the cutouts, they're here. <laughs> There's like this mass of cables on, on the table in front of us. At least they're purple so, and yellow. But it turns out if you plug them all in in the right order and in the right places, <laughs> things work. Weird. Uh-huh. Nice. It took a minute. But we figured Th- that is good to know. If you plug things in the right places, they will work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got it here. So I think we, we, have a little bit, we have a little bit of news to discuss, right? Something happened? Last yeah, something happened. Or- yeah. It's, yeah. So, you know, at, at I don't know, what was it? By my Wait, book, are, are 20, we diving? We're just diving right into it. All right, let's go. go. 20, 2,200 hours. I'm pleasantly <laughs> sitting on my couch. Wait a let's do math. 2,200. 9 o'clock? 10 p.m. 10. 10 o'clock. See? See? Can't do math. 10 nope. p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> so I'm sitting there glancing at Twitter, <laughs> and boom, like it, it explodes with the racing feeds. And I'm like, what? What? What's going on? And Holly has been uh, relieved for cause. What's for cause? What causes he not? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I don't think anybody knows, like, what does relieved for cause mean, right? That's what it said. Relieved or fired yeah. for cause? Or Termi- they terminated his contract. Terminated for, for cause. cause. I mean, I'm a military guy, so I know what relieved for cause. I mean, that's when you, like, kill somebody or kill civilians or kill allies or have zipper problems right, or get a DUI. I mean, those are the things that get you Wait, relieved for cause. Oh, never mind. I had to put together the zipper problems. Zipper problems. Like, yeah. Just zip it back up, but no, that's not what you're talking about. Think Petraeus, gotcha, gotcha. then you got zipper mm, problems, gotcha. yeah. Um, all right, well, hopefully so, uh, it's not the former of those Let's not start things. rumors. Um, no, not that's all we're here to do. I'm just saying in the military, you get relief for cause, and I relieve people for cause. And I saw plenty of people get relief for cause for those basic reasons. I don't Maybe we know. need a disclaimer that we don't really know exactly what happened. We don't have so a clue. So this is all speculation. This is the point I'm trying to get to is <laughs> nobody knows what that means. Cause so everybody is now speculating at this point. It's kind of the second time this has happened this season, right? Where yep. something's happened that's pretty big and it's been very hush-hush. There's not been a lot of details. That's concerning. Um, I mean, this time at least it doesn't seem as hush-hush. I mean, they weren't just like, oh, there's an NDA, we're not going to say anything. Um, so there's a good possibility we will find out this time. Well, that when they say it was for cause, it sounds like to me it was egregious and he, he violated his contract and he's gone. Fair. But I mean, if they vi- terminate your contract, right, you have to do something that violates your contract for them to terminate it, right? Kill oh, someone, no, kill allies, kill civilians, <laughs> zipper problems. Why do you always not the military. <laughs> This is not the military. I'm not sure that that's in his contract. <laughs> this is not the army. Oh, okay. <laughs> his contract is probably a little bit more relaxed than that. So, well, so I hope he can't. Let's Never go mind. back and discuss the story of Holly, right? Because <laughs> right. you know, like probably me, like probably everybody else in our little circles, was doing a lot of googling today, going, "What the fuck? What is going on? Is this related Wait, to the?" So there was the sky blue thing. Did you all read about the sky yeah. blue thing? Which one? With the visas, I believe. Oh. No, no, I'm mean, going even before yeah, that. Fake, yeah, no, that. Fake no, visas. I'm going before that. This Uh-oh. is before that. Ooh, deep dive. Let's go. So he left Sky Blue under concerning circumstances. It was a mutual agreement, and you know the same kind of time he left, and and the rumor was he lost the locker room. The captain of Sky Blue also was injured and never played again for Sky Blue. Did y'all read about this? Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he left Sky Blue. The captain, Christy Rampone. Pierce. Oh. <laughs> Pierce. Okay. 
also left, rumors. never played again. She was injured or, or what have you. She was the captain. The rumor was that they lost the locker room. And then, I don't know, a while later, years, I don't know, they end up being engaged. So that's kind of like weird, right? Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, because he was the coach. Love is love. I get it, but, you know, when I talked about the zipper problem, we were talking about, you know, in my book, it's like, you know, a coach having a romantic affair with players is, in my book, fraternization. It's like, you know, sleeping with the privates. It's not it's not a good thing. I don't think any of that was ever proven. I'm not trying to start rumors, but I'm just saying it raises questions. Does it not? Yeah, and the less information that's available, right, the more... More questions. Uh, Speculation, rumors... Yeah. Yeah. So they then, grow a lot. so that's 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 thing number one, which I would hope that yeah. soccer holdings or James O'Connor or whatever dug into during the interview process. But then, thing number two is the visa thing, right? There was there, and I think it's still an active investigation on on visa fraud. I think it is. Yeah. Right. So maybe something came up with that and that was just something else. I don't know. I mean, there's there's just a whole lot of questions here. And, and now he so, go ahead. So if you're going to, you know, if you lost the locker room when he was at Sky Blue, right? I, I mean, granted, the team hasn't played very well since the winning the cup, but they won the women's cup, right? Like they won that game. They, the team played fairly well and, and won a cup like they won a trophy together. They did. So to say that he's lost the locker room after something like that. Now, granted, no. the last two matches have not been very good. I'm saying the news. Huh. What I read about the Sky Blue affair is he lost the locker room there. I didn't say he lost the locker room with racing. I am. I guess I'm trying to say that that would dispel that rumor, right? Because it seems like other than the last two matches before that, they seem like they're playing okay, and they're starting to get a little bit better. The last two matches haven't been great. But they, they've been pretty terrible. I but mean, they've also played a lot of matches in tired, the last couple of weeks. Tired yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been super impressed with the tactics, you know, but you got to play kind of what you got. It's a brand-new team. I understand that. Um, I, I'm not super sure that Holly was known for being a tactical genius. He was... He was like he was he had like some sort of psych sports psychology clinic or something like that in New Jersey he ran for a while. So I think he's more kind of into motivating players to play well instead of defeating somebody by tactics. I don't know. That's just my theory on what his strengths and weaknesses are. Thoughts? Yes. No. Um <laughs> Patrick's I looking me like I'm crazy. Tactically it's been kind of tough. I don't think that they've played necessarily well. And I think that we finally have our full complement of players. So I think the expectation was that this was going to get better, right? Like the, the, the games were going to improve and we were going to get better. Right, right. And it felt like we were on the edge of that with that Kansas City game and, it, and then a couple of draws that were kind of tough draws, but still. And then they win the cup. And so it was. There's this. I felt like there was some positive momentum, right? Even though they weren't playing necessarily well, there was some momentum building. And then we go into the next game after the cup and they drop the game they lose and then it just it felt like it was coming apart whatever was going on and we so, were soundly defeated in, in those last two games i mean i don't i don't think we we played very well at all i mean i think i'll give it to you on the houston game but the the other kc game i mean we would have drew that game had it not been, been for an own goal yeah yeah, yeah. but when you look well at the, the stats game. when you look at the stats we're not getting a lot of uh you know attacking chances you know, we're we're seriously getting outshot. We're seriously getting, uh, you know, the ball is in our half of the field, a significant more, larger portion of the game than than the opposition. Um, I, I think we are getting defeated. Yes, if a ball had gone one way or the other, maybe we would have tied. Yeah, that's awesome. uh, but we're also not getting more chances. We're getting significantly less chances than than other teams well, that were playing. If you... But you don't think he was relieved the, for... Uh-oh. What happened to Glenn? That's that's the problem with uh, this interwebs thing is uh, oh, he's, he's in the mountains of wherever he's at. The bear got him. But <laughs> I don't think he got relieved. <laughs> I don't think he got relieved for losing. No, I really don't think I don't even that think makes sense. a portion of the contract. I mean, it's an expansion club. I can't, I can't imagine that, you know, if you don't make the playoffs. I mean, we haven't even gotten to that point yet. 
you know, it, it has to be something else. There was a DRB uh, article that came out that said um, there were some toxicity. Um, no flashbacks. And there were some other things, but we don't know what those other things are. So I don't know. I, and I can't imagine that his contract would have any performance stipulations in it, especially being a first-year expansion team. Be very difficult to hold a coach to that, right? I mean, we do have high expectations, though, right? Like, yeah, we do. But first season, first coach. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really really right. strong statement. I mean, if we were said, losing every game like five nothing, yeah, which we're maybe not. without it's, Michelle, we're losing Mike, by a goal. Typically, yeah. So you know, the players are really putting it out there. Um, whether the tactics are right, whether the players are being played in the right position, whether they're being told to do the right things or not. I don't know. I'm not a soccer analyst. You know, I, I, I'm not thrilled by the 4-4-2 we've been playing. It's kind of blocky and it's kind of slow. We don't have a lot of, you know, kind of creativity in the center of the pitch. Uh, but I can't imagine that's the reason. Super strong statement by the club, and by club I mean soccer holdings, uh, that says he's been relieved for cause. I don't know what that means, but that means he did something egregious to me. To me, that means, that, yeah, he definitely did something that was like uh, violated his contract, right? Like he did something pretty severe. You think, we'll ever, you think we'll ever find out? Probably not. I mean, the team definitely plays it pretty close to the vest, right? Like there's not a lot of information that comes out typically. How do you so, feel about that? I mean. I, uh, there's a part of me that understands that as a, as a business thing because like if you wanted to work for say you wanted to be a coach right and you want to come work for Louisville for soccer holdings right I don't know that I would want my personal business out of we something lost now. Oh, we lost I also as a fan I want to know what's happening with the club right yeah okay so I didn't hear your first point because you, a bear, walked in front of the feed. But the second point <laughs> is, I agree with you. I'm a fan. I'm invested in this club. I've invested my time, my passion, my money into this club for the past, and what I mean, Louisville City and soccer holdings and racing Louisville, um, significantly for a number of years. You know, I lay it all out there when I go and support the club, and now I feel like a mushroom. I'm left in the dark. Well, so I think the difficult part, though, right, because it is, it is a business, right? And you're, you got to try and hire other coaches, right? And so if it is something personal, they may not want to let that out there to try and, you know, because if they find out you're, they're sharing your personal business, uh, you know, if you've done something wrong. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a counter argument. If, if, if you have these character flaws and you do these things in this environment, we're going to fire you. So don't apply. How about that? I like that, too. I'm just saying that that might be what they do. Maybe why they don't say it. I, but I agree as a fan. I want to know answers have the information because I am invested, right? Like, So I want to know why this happened. Yeah. What do y'all think? I don't think we have to know everything. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think it's necessary, but we're always going to want to know. We want to know, but privacy right. is important. It could affect a person's livelihood, their their being. But what he's if, already affected his livelihood. He got fired. Yeah, he doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> like Right, but people get fired from jobs and get other jobs. Wait, but can we just talk about how hard shouldn't. it is to get fired, though, typically? It's also fair. Typically. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard to get fired at soccer holdings, evidently. <laughs> But I mean, come like, on. Not in 21. Right? In like, 21. something really egregious to get fired. Let's, let's go through the history, right? I mean, there have been a number of people that have worked for Louisville City or Soccer Holdings or Racing Louisville, whatever you want to call it. Adam Geigerman. Remember that guy? Anyone? Yep. Oh, yeah. Livingstone. Is that what his name was? Yeah, Remember that guy? He still is. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, obviously, you know, Hack and... and now our new coach, and there was another one Evan, in there. Howie, Evan, Howie, Howie. 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 Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, different. there's, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of bodies back on the road that, that <laughs> are getting thrown about. I mean, that's a terrible figure of speech. I'm sorry. 
Coach Patino got fired too. Right. I mean, maybe maybe it's just the city. It's maybe it's a city thing. It's a Louisville thing. Uh, all right. You think it's a Louisville thing getting fired? Just I don't know. Kidding. Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. So, it's, what do we think about the future, though? Like, do we think that how they've handled this situation and, and who they've put in place, like with Sanchez taking over, like, do you think that's a good move? Or no. I mean, I think Mario's a great replacement. Yeah, what well, I tell you, know what Mario is an excellent human being. I mean, Mario partnered with us, the Coopers. Uh, and Parks and Rec when we did those free soccer clinics for underprivileged youth at uh, Beachmont. Wasn't he like at uh, some of the original Coopers meetings, like before there was teams and stuff? Mario, he's been been all over the place. And, you know, I got to know Mario when we were doing those soccer clinics uh, at the field we, we, the city built uh, for those kids. Uh, And he's just, he's he's an excellent human being. Does he know (laughs) how to manage a professional women's soccer team? No clue, no clue. But I do know that if you want somebody that comes in that's got the kind of right value set to kind of level an organization and kind of if it's if it's going off the rails kind of bring it back on i'm guessing mario's the right guy um he's got a tough test for his first match he does ol rain yeah third third place in the league and you have megan rapino starting and rose lavelle playing for that team. so pino will be there we know that for sure 100 percent that pino will be in town she played in the last match. I mean, I can't guarantee that so that she would play in this one, but she did play in their last match. She had a brace. I just hope. I'm hoping. Yeah. It's going to be uh, tough. But, you know, when, when a team, at least from watching, like, Premier League and European teams and stuff like that, when a team goes through a managerial change, sometimes they rise to the new kind of manager, whether it's an interim or not. So maybe that's what we'll see. Maybe we do need kind of a fresh look at the tactics. I, You know, I know that... You know, Mario was assisting with the men's team and and doing a lot of analysis work uh, during the game to make adjustments at halftime uh, with with City. So I know he knows the game. Uh, so so maybe you know maybe the the cumulative effects of character flaws and the inability to use good tactics and use your players in the right place with racing is what led to. Holly's demise and and maybe you know this is this is a good thing I don't know it's, it's another culture thing right I think also ah oh, shit we lost again oh no yeah. am right. I gone again say, yeah. say it again because I, I felt as if it was going to be brilliant so say that again so it's, maybe it's a cultural thing right like maybe with Holly, he, he did something that was outside of the teams because they are trying to build that culture, right? With the positivity and, and, and the things that they, how they want their team to be, right? They want pet players that are going to be involved in the community, that are positive, impacted, that make a positive impact on the soccer community as a whole, right? And so maybe he wasn't doing the things they wanted him to do. I think that's maybe part of it. I think if you have toxicity, toxicity in an organization, you got to kind of have to level it, Especially bring it back on the rails. Yeah, bring bring some positivity in. But I think there's a professionalism that also needs to be bring in. If somebody's relieved or terminated for cause, that means they were, in my book, unprofessional. They they're not acting as they should be. And bringing in somebody that has the right values, which I think Mario does absolutely, I think brings the organization back to where you want it to be. We all know that James O'Connor is in the middle of making all these calls, if not the person that is making these calls. Right. We also all know that he is a very high standards dude, which is a good thing. Absolutely. Why we are who we are, how we've gotten here. That's part of the culture, right? Is is that everybody lives up to that standard, no matter whether the coach, the players, Everybody's held to the same high standard, no matter what position you're in. If you're not going to meet that high standard, then maybe they try something else, right? Like, I wonder how this all affects, I guess, um, hires down the road. Well, I mean, we're going to have to hire two new coaches, assuming. Or the Three ones that are currently four. in position do well, and they stay in position. Possibly. One or the other, yeah. But, I mean, say we do have to go looking for other coaches. Was, does this look reflect badly on the club it's a valid point because you know we just kind of went through the litany of all the people that we know of that have been let go for one reason or another right wrong or indifferent 
Um, so are people going to look at this and be like, eh, they fire a lot of people. Right. Do I really want to, like, have to jump through all these hoops? Does, does that talk about the health of the organization? You know, when, when, when you look at an organization and they go through a lot of senior leaders so quickly, you, you start to question, where is the problem? Or is it like Harvard Medical School where you don't get in if you don't make the cut? So well, these people higher... are obviously already in. They're just not making it to year two. That says something <laughs> about are you, are, you know, your hiring practices. Are you hiring the right people? Well, oh, man. I was here for a couple of years. He was here for a short period of time, like Holly. Like Holly's only been for a few months, right? Like less than a year. Holly was hired in April. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Made it over a year. No, it was April this year he was hired. Right. Yeah. We didn't know who our yeah. coach was going to be until real close to the season. Yeah. yeah, Holly was hired in April. He's only been here four it's months. Four months. Holy oh, Jesus. That just that's, crashed down. That's, oh, that's bombshell. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. quick. That's a pretty quick turnaround to, hey, mm, you're not going to make it. See you later. I've lost track of time. Right. That's why it has to be something fairly egregious, right? It can't just be something. Like, we all think it's something random and maybe it has to do with the play, but it has to be something fairly egregious if you're going to cut ties and four months in, right? Like, Especially after a cup win, whether or not you value the cup or lot or not. But, you know, we had some momentum behind the team. We, last two games were terrible, but. They weren't terrible. They just I thought weren't they were up terrible. to. Yeah, all right. KC was good. <laughs> We were all right. <laughs> That's so good. We, did well. we were outshot pretty poorly in both those matches, so they were definitely uh, – it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. I figured it would be from the half wins. Yeah. So Lots of games back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Uh, yeah, I still think it, it was the a negativities lot of games. were due to not, not a lack of skill or effort or – I'm not, I'm not banging on the players at all. Or, you I mean, and, I mean, and I really think the only negative on that side of it, possibly coaching wise, unless, like you were kind of hinting at, he's started to lose the locker room, is the fact that they had, as an organization, scheduled. Well, I guess they didn't schedule all the games, but they did schedule the Women's <laughs> Cup to I'm be not, in the middle of everything. I'm not convinced he's playing all the players in the right place. Now, granted, I'm not a coach. I get it, but I can sit here and. And what do you call it? Armchair quarterback? Um, Monday morning quarterback? Talk shit. Arm, armchair general? I don't know. Talk shit. <laughs> armchair quarterback. Is that it? Uh, you know, yeah. Monday morning. Armchair. Say, center back? You know, I, I I like center that, back? Right? <laughs> center back? Yeah. Armchair Monday morning keeper. center back. Um, I'm just, I, I don't know. Because, you know, I, 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 I see players that I feel as if could be played in, in different positions and could have a greater impact. Impact on the game and wouldn't that frustrate so let's say you're somebody who's a, a natural winger and you're getting played more in the center it's going to create frustration right if you're playing out of position and that can breed issues in the locker room if people are being played out of position not where they necessarily be right you know doesn't I, that happen everywhere though i don't know i'm new to this game yes i feel like that happens yeah i mean you have players that have played in one position and they come to a new team and, and they have to fill in a new role or they're more comfortable in a, in a specific position. And I think we've done a little bit of moving around. Uh, but I think when you watch players on the pitch, sometimes they fall into something that's more natural for them or something that uh, they feel they can play better. And, and you know, that, that last game that we played – we were playing such a stringent formation. You could literally see it on the field as the players were perfectly lined up in a four, four, two. And that just tells me that they're being forced into positions that they may or may not naturally feel like they can be effective at. Um, so that worries me a little bit. And, and, and maybe that was a factor, one of many that, that led to the demise of, of Holly. I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't be. But. What's that? You don't think that that would affect? I think that would affect the psyche of the players and, and create an issue in the locker room. Absolutely. Maybe that's like part of the reason why he did lose the team is, you know, if you're asking, if I'm a that's right winger and you're asking me to play in the center or if I'm a center back and you're asking me. To... Yeah, no, I get you. If you, if, if, He's if, still talking. He's just frozen. I, I can see that. <laughs> 
but I'm trying to fill the fill the the, the gaps here. Um, yeah, no, no. If, if somebody is, is recruited in the team to play a a specific role in the team, and then they're getting forced into another position, it's not going to make them happy. And you can you can you know you got to manage that stuff. You don't get fired for that. You don't get fired for that. There's got to be something else. But you don't get fired for that necessarily. But you do get fired for not managing all the players and keeping everybody happy and keeping everything moving the right way. Right. Not four months in. It's not a freaking popularity contest, though. Coaching is not a popularity conference, mm-hmm. you know, and that's another thing that concerns me. If you have a couple of players saying, oh, this is toxic because they got flamed because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, I don't know. I mean, if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, I mean, they're professionals. They're told to do a specific role and do a specific thing and they don't do it. Then, you know, bring on the Sir Alex Ferguson hairdryer. Uh, <laughs> and if they say that. Yeah, this is toxic because I just got yelled at because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I kind of got an issue with that as well. Yeah, I don't see yeah. Jose Mourinho and Holly at all. Holly is like the nicest. I'm not suggesting that, that you go out in front of the about. press and say, "Well, this player sucks and that player sucks," like <laughs> Jose does. I'm just saying, behind Christy, closed doors, if you get Christy yelled Holly at, Holly would be that person behind closed doors. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's like. I mean, I watch him as he talks to the players one on one coming off the pitch or during the water breaks or or during halftime. Uh, and he talks to them one at a time instead of talking to the team. I know he talks to the team as well. Maybe there's some sort of psychology that is using that is lose that is not working. I don't know. I don't think it's. Well, I think we should think about something positive and think about the game that's coming up on Saturday, right? Like, yeah, shifting gears. <laughs> Get us I, out I of this morass. Gonna, take us out, bud. We're not. Well, we still got I think that it's going to be. I think it's a really good chance for for Mari to show off, you know, what he can do, and it's a big stage, right? Like for your first match to be this big of a match, it's a big deal. And if he manages to get the team in the right formation and get the players where they want to be playing. There's a possibility they could play very well and, and, and come out with a W against a really tough team. You know Mario's and daughter suited up in the Bayern Munich game? I did that not. Was huge, yeah. 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 So you know Mario knows the women's game because he's got a daughter that's suiting up uh, with the team as a high schooler. I think, and he knows the game very well, too, right? 21 oh, years of experience. Absolutely. You know the game. Absolutely. And he's just a really good person. So... I think there's. I, th- I, th- I think we can get a good result on Saturday. Um, I think there are a variety of factors that will give us that. Players are going to play for a new coach, especially if the old coach lost the locker room. Uh, Mario has been around the team. He knows the team. He's, 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 he's a super positive, motivating dude. I think this is good. And I think he knows the game very well, too. So he's a very good student of the game. So he's gonna. I think he knows where to play the players, and he may have a good chance to maybe change some things up, put players in their natural positions, and have them enjoy the game. Right? Yeah. But that helps a lot when you're playing in a position you like to play, and, and you get that joy when you're out there playing. Yeah, I mean, everybody can't play in exactly what they want. I mean, it's it's a team effort, and and some people gotta, you know, they gotta they gotta dig the ditches while the other people score the goals. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, they just they got to understand that. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I'm going to be very interested to see who starts and in what kind of position they end up playing in. I think I think it's a really good opportunity, a very positive match. And uh, if you have a chance to go out, it sounds like the weather is going to be pretty nice in Louisville on Saturday. So you definitely go out and check it out um, and go cheer on the team and uh and the new coach, and hopefully something positive will happen. So does the whole staff with Holly go with him? Is that how it works? I don't even know how it works. I mean, I don't think they have to fire the whole staff. Yeah. They didn't they, say they were fired. Uh, unless they were all involved in the egregious affair. <laughs> Whatever it was. There were no mentions of Start the, the speculation. I think that would include Gorp. It's like a uh, who might be Gorp. Gorp is Gorp also involved in this? I did hear that he didn't. He wasn't a big fan of Gorp. Maybe that's 
Maybe that's it. No, O'Connor didn't like Gorb. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, oh. that's what you got to well, picture yeah, with. Yeah, no. Connor doesn't was like okay Gorb. Well, then Gorb's gone. You know that. Maybe, that, maybe that's what it was. That's a creep. Gorb I'm has sorry. no chance now. <laughs> well, there goes Gorb. Bye, Gorb. All right. So, we want to talk about Loose City now? A little Loose bit. Loose City. City yeah. Doldrums there as well, huh? I mean, so the last match, I wasn't upset by right they're a good team we played them on their home soil they played really well i I didn't like the second goal we gave up because we've given up that goal all season long like it feels like we give up that same goal all the time like it's almost like every team knows the scout to play for that back post on a a set piece like it's very like it's gotten a little frustrating it, it says something well i mean we were missing some key individuals so for sure that uh, we really missed Jogo. Yeah, we missed Jogo, and and you know Oscar uh, was back though. I, that was good. To Oscar, see. It was nice seeing Oscar back. That gives us a, some flexibility. Um, I think uh, Corbin Bone being out, <laughs> and you. I don't know for how long, is uh, a critical piece to this uh, because you know we're kind of lacking at that kind of middle of the pitch In role. The bone zone. In the yep, one, the bone zone. The bone zone. <laughs> that, Sounds the bone I, should, I should have said that twice. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. That's where he plays. All right. Well, in that area. Uh, well, I I thought also Oscar has a little bit of rust, right? Like he hasn't played in sure. a while, so he looked a little bit rusty. So he's Match not as, you know. Sharpness. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. No, he'll come back. Like Gomez is, in, is, is fit and in shape, and, and Oscar's clearly getting back to that. Late, but he's not all the way there, I don't think. Yeah, I was about to say, the, the difference is a lot of years of, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Gojo just has that extra, but I mean, he's 18 years old, so. From the back. Exactly. Still, yeah. actually. I think, you know, a, a no, similar problem turned, that racing is having is, is without years. without Corbin Bone, and, and I love Paolo to death, um, we're not getting, Lancaster's not getting the kind of service that he needs to be able to take those chances. Um and, you know, I think Paolo maybe pushes forward a little bit too much uh, and then doesn't have the speed and the recovery rate. That I did Corbin appreciate that attempt of a bicycle. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. That would have been real awesome if it hit yeah. back in the head. Almost. Real close. One of those. Mm. Yeah. I yep. think when, when Corbin's on the field, he opens it up a little bit yeah. for Lancaster as well, right? Like, I feel like it adds that extra threat. I think when he's on the pit with, with OMB, it opens up a little bit for Lancaster to have more space to operate. Yeah, we just don't have a lot of depth there. That's uh, yeah, that's a problem. Um, we don't have a lot of. I don't know. And I would say the positive thing would be that uh, that Tulsa is not great on the road, and yep. they're coming to us on on Friday night. So I, I see some positive things there. Maybe you know, playing at Lynn, it's helpful. It's for a big holiday weekend, so everybody should be able to come out and party and support the team. And I think our team's hungry, right? They don't like losing. They don't like tying. And, and, and they don't yeah. like, uh, you know, I think Blue City is a team that can bounce back from something like this fairly quickly. Um, so I have pretty high expectations for Friday. I actually would like to see a lot of goals. Um, hopefully uh, we get some healthy players out there. Uh, we run up the score line because I think yeah. they want they want it. And I thought what was more frustrating to me was the OKC game where mm. we didn't score any goals. Now, granted, we kept, kept a clean sheet, but not scoring any goals at OKC, a team that's giving up a lot of goals. Right. It's kind of disappointing, right? Like, Corbin was out for that, too. So, I mean, yeah. I think that's the same issue is, is we're not able to con- kind of move that ball forward, get that distribution from the center of the pitch. You know, we're, we're doing a lot of running up the wings, uh, we're kind of struggling with that a little bit, and and um, we're not getting the service to the people that can put that ball on a dime like Lancaster. Yeah. And we have two games in four days, right? We play Friday and then Tuesday. Yeah, away on Tuesday, right? That's uh, Hartford. Somewhat I will I think be so. there in person. All right. Oh, yeah. That's because you're – Absolutely. We'll be, so you we'll won't be there. Be here uh, for... So that's a quick turn, right? You play Friday. And then you're traveling, yep. I don't know when they travel, Sunday, Monday? Probably going to travel Monday. Uh, I'll guess Monday. And then they're, they're playing on Tuesday. And then they got, like, a bunch of road games. 
here, here's what I want to know is September is like the best month in, in this part of the country, Kentucky. September, weather-wise. Weather, okay. Like, weather-wise. It's my birthday. I get it, but. <laughs> I was going Me there too. as well. Happy birthday. September's the best <laughs> month. Yet we don't have any, or we have like one home game during the entire month. We, Who did the schedule? Do we play New Mexico at home? Yeah, yeah. October. On a Sunday. The beginning of oh, October, that, right? October. Is that the beginning of October? Yeah. I thought that was we in have, September. No, nah, I think it's October. Am I wrong? Taco, it's October. Tequila October fest. 2nd, maybe. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tequila Fest, Taco Saturday, Fest, or some other prior. fest like it's that. A fest. Cultural appropriation. But, you know, the, the weather is most hospitable in September, and we don't have any home games. So, I mean, who did the scheduling? Why did they do scheduling like this? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> Haven't we been complaining about the schedule for the past couple of weeks now? Uh, I complain about the schedule, like, all the time. <laughs> That's what I but do. it seems like it's been pretty bad, right? Like, it's been difficult for both sides. Like, we're playing on the surface of the sun. Yeah, all our games were... So- all our games were up front, probably because they're like, well, Louisville can put people in their stadium. We don't know what this COVID thing is going to do, so let's let's front load yeah, all their games and then put them on the road back half the season. I, you know, that's my so theory of what paranoid, happened. Paranoid, I know. Conspiracy. Yeah. Well, the nice part is, though, there's some home games in October, at least. Yeah. We'll play New Mexico October 3rd. That's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. It's right, big Sunday, test. Yep. and the second is the Taco Tequila Fest the yeah. day prior at Lynn Family Stadium. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it's at a three o'clock kick too. That's a very like early kick, yeah. but it's gonna be nice, that's right? It's gonna be October, Checks so the out. sun shouldn't be as bad. Yeah, no, October three o'clock is, is fine. It's not like August three o'clock like they've done racing. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Horrible. but that that Tulsa game looks like it's the only home game in September. So it's all on the road, all right. all September. That's what I was saying. The best best weather month in, in this part of the country, and there are no home games for Louisville City. Doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on how we play on the road. If we play pretty well on the road, then it doesn't matter. Usually, well, this is when we get the best too, right? Like they start to heat up in September typically. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's. I mean, we're gonna have to do some reversals because it, it ain't looking like that right now. So we'll see. Well, we typically have a lull before we warm up. Okay. Turn it around. All right. You think we're going to get the Supporter Shield this year? I think if there's any year we were going to do it, this is the year to do it. <laughs> Good answer. Division, I think that this is the year to get the Supporter Shield. Very I safe. think this is our best opportunity. It is a good opportunity. Three points last weekend would have helped. Yeah. I would, I, you know, we're, what, two points back from Phoenix now? One point, two point, somewhere right around there. Yeah. So in those, uh, we're are... three points back from oh, Pittsburgh. Mm. One point back from El Paso, and one point back from Phoenix. Yeah. So we got a little. That's but okay. we're close. We're this sleeping distance. Okay. It's all right. How many games in hand? We aren't. No, we're about even. Mm. No, the actually uh, Pittsburgh has three in hand on us, Mm-mm. and uh, it looks like. El Paso, we have one in hand on El Paso, and we're even with Phoenix. I mean, that's so. Phoenix is the biggest threat. Phoenix is a threat, you know, but we have some games that we can definitely rack up some points. We've got, like, Memphis at the end of the season and, and folks like that. We, They're away. We have to. But we got to beat them. we got to beat them on the road. Well, we have. We, after Hartford, which I think is a pretty tough test, we play uh, OKC, then we play Memphis, and then we play Atlanta United States. On the road. Yeah. We're going to win those games. games. Yeah, they're winnable games. Now we have Indy in the middle there on the 18th of September, which I think is a tough one. Yeah. So you think racing's going to make the playoffs? About face. I, I, I want to say yes, yes because sure. I feel like they have the talent to it. I feel like there's enough talent on that team to make the playoffs. Agreed. we gotta, so we got to win on Saturday if we're going to make it. I mean, it. it Gets. I think it's a possibility. I think if they're able to win that match and keep things positively moving forward, especially with the coaching change, if you're able to create positive momentum, I think it's a good possibility. I love Glenn's positivity. You are a super positive dude. I love you. 
<laughs> yeah, he's probably the most positive person in you our are. world. You're, you're one of the most positive people I know. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like it's a possibility, right? Like, you got to believe, especially with a change in the coaching, maybe Mario's something that Holly didn't, and, like, he's able to turn this around and make something happen. Like, Well, I mean, what we can do I is mean, we can freaking sing our guts out and, and we can let the players know we are behind them 100% because we are. You know, win the game. We're That's supposed we to treat Pino like garbage, right? Didn't and we need to ask? treat Pino like garbage. She said she, she wants said, to be treated. Yeah. She wants people to tell her to fuck off. So I'm all about yeah, that. We're I'm supposed to hate on absolutely. her, and we all adore her. Yep. I mean, fuck off. Will Wait, you sign this, please? Why are we supposed to hate <laughs> on her? She wants she to be yelled her. at. She wants. She, I listened to, to some interview uh, with her in it, and and. Um, she said that she had gone to some stadium and 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 everybody adores her. Everybody adores her. her, and then there's this one person that's like, "Fuck you!" and she's like, "Yeah, thanks." So You're the opposing team. You're supposed to hate. I me. can do that, <laughs> and then I'll be. Yeah, like, maybe she's using that energy to like to, to score goals and like using like, that negativity to power up and yeah. and play well. We don't want to give her any advantages. Hmm. Good point. Everybody worships her, though. They're like, we love you. I mean, interesting point. She is pretty amazing. Like, if we're being honest, right? Like, I know. Yeah. So it's hard to root against her. I'm gonna. I'm gonna root against her. I mean, mean, love her before the game, love her after the game. But those 90 minutes in between, she's the enemy. What about the walk up? The walk up. That's before the game. I know. You can clap when they we say We hate you. Will you sign this? Can you autograph this for me? That's after the game. Yeah. <laughs> Please lose. Don't score. Sign this. Mostly don't score. Wait. Wait. I got to ask Ken real quick. I know that, that uh, the rest of the podcast is going to hate this. So what do you think about Ronaldo back to United? Uh, Ronaldo is one of those people that you love him on the pitch. Uh, you do. I do. I think he's one of the greatest players ever ever to grace the pitch. Grace, grace is a strong word. Grace is a strong word. Because <laughs> you're consenting. But he is an absolute fucking bastard off the pitch. I mean, he's a, he's a real piece of shit um, when he's not playing. But well, well the, said. Well, I, the I first a lot of those guys are that way, though, right? Like a lot. He's like he takes it to a whole new level. Um, I mean, the first time I saw him play, what was it? 2003, 2004, right around then when he came out of United, uh, I was like, holy shit, look at this guy go. And he, he is dominant. Um, different player than Messi. I know there's been this Ronaldo-Messi comparison. Um, I personally think individually he's a better player than Messi. That is an unpopular opinion. Disagree. Uh, I mean, uh, so, maybe but I think that they play a different the role. They do. Maybe. They do. It's uh, very difficult to compare the two, right? Like, agreed. I think Messi's a... Helps an entire team, right? Like, I feel like Ronaldo helps Ronaldo, right? Like, Correct. Messi helps his team. I disagree with that to a certain extent. I've I seen don't. Ronaldo feed Manchester United to win the game without scoring a goal himself. Once? How many times? A number <laughs> of times. There was the one time. A number of times. <laughs> um... Messi is surrounded by incredible talent. So is Ronaldo. I mean, you don't play on these teams and not be. Uh, but, you know, his his individual physical ability to dominate uh, is, is something is something else. Um, he's 36. So uh, what role he's going to have on United is going to be interesting. Cavani is still there. Cavani has the number seven, so I'm interested as to what number Ronaldo is going to end up with. CR 77. I don't know what it's going to look like. It's going to be odd. Um, and then R- Ronaldo was a winger for United and uh, has kind of moved central uh, for the teams he's played since then. Uh, so where is he going to end up playing for United in the future? I don't know. Um, because there's a whole lot of offensive firepower uh, on United that uh, he's going to have to um, mix into. He's not going to play every game, that's for sure. Who do you take off the pitch? Like, they're playing well. Like, how do you not uh, interrupt the team's chemistry? 
playing pretty decent right well, they just got rid of James. Got rid of. They just put James out on a loan. Brandon Williams. Um, Williams has been gone for a while, but James uh, just got loaned out. Uh, so that opened the up. The lead, right? Yes, yeah, somebody like that. Um, so that opened up uh, some spots. That's not Ronaldo's side that he played for United. He normally played left wing. I had to think about that for a second. Um, and... You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not super excited about, you know, people like Martial and, and Rashford. I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, um, he's hurt. He had surgery. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So I think there's opportunity there. But I also, again, I think he's 36. So I don't necessarily think he's going to necessarily play the whole game nor even start in some circumstances, depending on, on uh, the game. I think where... Um, in in Soakstar plays very much like uh, Sir Alex Ferguson did, uh, so I think there's going to be times when he's not going to play at all. Um, but there are times when they think it match well against the team uh, that you'll see him start. So it's going to be super interesting. Sorry, I just had to bring that. Up. I, I need another United fan to talk about with. So, but well, I don't. I don't. Really, this is a Coopers. Yeah, it's not the. He's not the player that United needed. I think United needs a lot more depth in holding mid and central mid. Yep. Uh, but yes. Hey, it's it's <laughs> it's Ronaldo. So we're gonna rock. So it. who's the Ronaldo of racing and who's the Ronaldo of Louisville City? Oh, yeah. We don't have those we personalities. Have, no. That's one of the good things about JOC. No, JOC wouldn't allow a Ronaldo on either of those teams. That they wouldn't even wouldn't even the get skill. The skill. Who's got the skill? No, I mean he was so dominant. You know, I mean we, I, we don't necessarily have that. You know, I, I honestly I'd like to see I think um, racing. Has a little bit of well, it's, she plays a much different role. Um, I mean, if you're going to make any comparisons, if if Sorry. Nadia Nadim got better service, which she's not getting right now. Uh, I think she can score a lot of goals um, because I she, think she, should she is new coach. physically faster. She's off off the first couple of steps. She's physically faster than a lot of players she plays against, uh, but she's not getting good service. Um, so if we can fix that, um, I think we can see more of a dominant role from her. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Do you think that Mario will be able to correct that issue and, and get her that service? Uh, I don't know who's going to who's going to give it to her. That's the problem. Casco's playing like that, that kind of winning position and eating the ball in in, the, in a few of those matches where they played pretty well. And kind of, it seemed like they switched her position for the past couple of matches where she was more central than she was on the wing. And it felt like the games where she was more on the wing, that she was serving the ball in, and it was decent service. So I don't know if, like... And Lauren Malay. I'd say Malay was doing yeah, really good on well, the right side. Yeah. La- last game, they, they played that blocky 4-4-2, as I like to call it, where they had um, Freya Olofsson playing next to McCaskill in that two-central midfield role. You're talking about, like, the diamond in the middle? No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure that's a very... It was not a diamond. I mean, maybe they were trying to do a diamond, but it was not a diamond. Uh, So Freya had been playing holding mid, which I know she doesn't like to play. She's a... She stated herself she's a box-to-box. So she was playing more of a box-to-box, and McCaskill was also playing box-to-box in the last game, which was working okay. But then I felt as if McCaskill ran out of gas, which she does, um, and dropped back and then was pushing the ball forward. And we kind of lost that ability to move that ball forward into our front line. Um, so that's, that's our problem area. Is, is somebody to be that creative midfielder, attacking midfielder. Yuki, I think, is supposed to be that role, but um, did she even play last game? I don't even think she played at all last game. So I don't know what's going on there. So I'd like to see that. We'll see. Well, so uh, I think we've touched on everything we wanted to touch on tonight. Um, we do, you know, it wouldn't be the Cooper's podcast if we didn't go over the fact that uh, – Friday night, there should be a nice table set up where you can pick up your membership and become a Cooper and also get one of those. <laughs> he 
cutout right there. Right. Get it's one right. of those really It'll cool right. scarves and and challenge pins coins. and challenge coins. Challenge coins. Yeah. And those actually, you know, I, I stand at the table uh, and talk to people as they come come by and, and pick up some of that stuff. And and I, I just don't think people have been given the opportunity to uh, get it. So it's right behind the supporter section. Super cool stuff. Uh, challenge coins are fun. Although some people owe some beer debts. <laughs> Glad for not having their I'll coin on them. <laughs> I mean, you can pay in push-ups, right? Isn't that a thing? You can pay in push-ups. Okay. You want to do many, push-ups? How many push-ups? I don't know. You need anything. 100. 100 push-ups? 100. I'll give you beer instead. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully the Coopers will be doing that and, you know, Singing, making noise, making a racket. That's how we roll. Yep. And join a supporters group, even if it's not the Coopers. Just be yeah, active in the community. Absolutely. Get for soccer in the city of Louisville. A lot of group, a lot support. of good groups out there. Support. Yeah. So, and and being in an organized supporters group is super fun because you know you make friends and and hang out with people and, and all that stuff. So especially when we can start doing events and stuff again and actually yeah, hanging that'd be out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. I don't know when that's going to be right. next year, I guess. Soon and enough. If you if, find yourself. If everybody gets vaccinated and everybody wears masks sooner yeah. than later. And Hartford. What about Harper? What about Harper? Again, come ahead. join me in Hartford and have a beer. Uh, if you find yourself in Connecticut. On, t- on a Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tuesday. It's after a long holiday weekend. Just take an extra day. You'll be fine. Oh, Labor it's day. Like to drive to Connecticut. It's like 13 hours. Thir- 13 hours? No, I'm not doing it. Nope. <laughs> too far. You have a van. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it made just it's a Chevy V8, man. I need like an extra couple tanks of gas just to get out of Kentucky. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. Next year. Next year. When gas is cheaper. <laughs> Well, I think we should wrap cheaper. this up. <laughs> Thank you, Flintler, for listening. Uh, come on, Saturday. Come on, racing. Come on, come on racing. <laughs> come Love on. every one of you. <laughs> Goodbye. Later. Well, that was fun. Goodbye.